welcome to Apocalypse, Mr. Bandai. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. You said you were doing it, dude. No, you said you were doing no, it. No, I said you said you were. Should this just be the in, the intro of the show? That's fine, but you okay. said you were going to do it. I'm pretty sure I have 13 minutes of recording that says otherwise. Uh-uh, because I said I, I was going to do Wolfman Jack, and then I'm like, I don't want to do it. It's played out. And, you're, and, and, then I said, I told, I, and then I went, I said pro-Wolfman Jack. I said Wolfman oh, Jack is I don't, not played I don't, out unless you're 60 years old. Oh, uh, well, 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 fuck, because like, this is Dark Side's Couch. Uh, we're doing a comic book called Sonic Disruptors. It's like a radio station in space that uh-huh. is uh, super rad politically, and I'm Mike. And this is James. I'm Shay. Right. There you go. How you like that? Here's your fucking opening. That might be our best intro. That might be doing the smoothest it and doing we've ever it done. and doing it well. Doing it and doing that. it and doing it well. I'm playing <sighs> that on my my turn in the station at the radio station. Yeah, yeah. You got a shift coming up. I'll take you guys back to the '90s Ooh. when a young James O uh, was enjoying his Wizard magazine subscription. You know, y'all remember Wizard? Am I the only one? Nope. nope. I still have. Nope. I still have a, a couple of them. I loved it. I loved it. And uh, in the letter column one day. Somebody asked the editor, uh, whatever happened to this miniseries in the 80s, Sonic Disruptors? And they said, uh, uh, that shit's been canceled. Uh, it was not finished. Uh, and uh, it was about a bunch of uh, disc jockeys in space fighting oppression with the power of rock and roll. And it was stupid and it was canceled early because it was so bad. How and many that's issues? Been, it got uh, seven. It got into seven issues were published of the 12 issues. And uh, here's the here's the actual the the image they ran with it the actual promo image. So the promo image for Sonic Disruptors is a, a CD floating in space, and uh, on one side of the CD are a bunch of militarized uh, like police officers, and on the other side are a bunch of hardcore '80s rock and rollers. Awesome. And it says the United States Army versus the United States of Rock. Find out who wins in Sonic Disruptors. So I'm going to tell you guys now, I really liked Sonic Disruptors, I knew it. and it had a uh, uh, they had a big Prez vibe. Yeah, except except being stupid, yeah. Uh, no, uh, it, it was shooting I, for Prez. Like, this felt like the same kind of feel as reading Prez. Here's what I think happened, because this came out in 1987. This was the first issue of this. It came out in 1987, and uh, it's been, by the way, it's been swimming around in my head for years and years and years, and it wasn't until, like, a couple weeks ago that I decided, hey, I should probably find out what happened with that. Because in the day, you know, I, I heard about it in Wizard Magazine, and it was like, you don't really have the resources to go find out about it, and now you do, and guess what? Nobody's really talking about it. There's not much conversation about this thing at all. It's completely lost to the sands of time. Oh, geez. It is, and I think... What happened here, and this is just my guess because there's no conversation about it, is this came out in 1987. This was right as Watchmen had just ended or was about to end. And I really get the feeling that DC and the comics industry in general did not know what to do post-Watchmen. Like, it was such a big deal, but I didn't think they, I don't think people really understood what, how significant it was. So I think they were of this mentality that we just publish, let's just do some like 12-issue maxi-series with like mature themes and a lot of swearing and we'll just have a new Watchmen every year. And I think this was an attempt at that for a moment. Uh, success, successful, and they didn't have the stones to keep to finish it. <sighs> well, even... Okay, so let me give, give you an interesting uh, credit here. This was created and written by Mike Barron, the same Mike Barron from last week who created the Badger. That's right. I noticed that too. Which got us Sheer stoked about it. Sheer, well, it's just... I've I've... My opinion on Baron is swerving fast enough to give me whiplash because the Badger was awesome. And yeah. This, no, in, this in, was also awesome. No. In the words of Barenaked Ladies, it's been one week and my, com- my, my opinion has completely turned around on Mike Baron. Because uh, even, even he right. acknowledged this was crap. I thought this was I, really cool. I'm with Mike. Yeah, you right? You thought this was cool? Yeah, I thought it was cool. Like, I thought it was so crazy that it was fun. Like, the fact that it got canceled, I'm like, nah, whatever. I'm not I'm not that attached to it or enjoyed it that much. But in mm-hmm. terms of just sheer, what the fuck? It's yeah, fun. I, that, that's a good description. I agree with Shay. Like, I, I like books like this. This is All essentially right. just a, like, a concept album, but in a comic book form. Uh, uh, 
like uh, like the like uh, sticks with Mr. Roboto and in, in that album and stuff. Like it's oh, about Kuroi music saving the future. Or or the Aerosmith classic video game Revolution X. Yes. Oh my where you, where you God! Play as Aerosmith fighting against an oppressive yeah. regime that no, wants to ban no. rock and roll. And I keep thinking about the Bob's Burgers episode years ago, where they go to a laser light show, and again, it's this fucking plot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and that's a that's a silly comedy. I think exactly. what Mike, the, the Mike was trying, the point Mike Mike was going to make was that Revolution X, you do not play as Aerosmith. No, you play you, an, you play an armed kid. And, and then trying you, to make it to an Aerosmith concert. You shoot people, and then members of Aerosmith like pop in from side to side. Yes. And they're like, "You're like awesome, dude!" And encourage you and say, "Toasty." Yeah, yeah. As they, James filled me in. Yeah, there is a little toasty uh, joke in Revolution X. Hey, man, it was the '90s. All right, that's just what we had. And those games were played on these weird screens. They were at bars, you know, and mm-hmm. like they had a little plastic gun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kid, the light guns. The do they still have guns. arcades? Do people know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. You can um, at downtown Chicago at the AMC Theater. They have an arcade, and there are several barcades, uh, like headquarters in Chicago, where you can actually go and play old school arcade games um, for free. Dude, you're right. You're mm-hmm. abs- dude for like I'd say like five years ago. I had every first date I went on for like a whole year was at yeah. headquarters. Always their idea. It's a yeah that that I I don't know how I, popular it is right now, but it was a big deal for a couple of years. I did the same thing for a little bit. Every time there there was a first date, I just chose headquarters because it was yeah. it was a, a safe place, and if we ended up not vibing, you just went and played games. Yeah. Oh my God! No wonder I that was the first date I went mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. for all that because like I'm sure I was a sketchy choice. Yeah, it's loud. You don't have to have conversation with this weird stranger. It's great. It's dim. It's fairly close to transit, so you don't feel, like, creeped out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, every date I had there was always really fun. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah. Even if some time. of the guys ended up being dicks. Every girl I went to with headquarters was great. I did uh, once go there on a date with a coroner, or maybe that's not the right term. Someone who plays with corpses. All right, corpse player. A necrophiliac? Sure. Necroph- not yeah, that's not right. that hard of playing. <laughs> just, just plays with it for money. Just for shits and giggles. Yeah, just for ha-has. I did have a a, a date there that was awesome because it was a it was a blind date, not a blind date. It was like a a setup off of uh, OK Cupid, and and that's always risky. And I've been on the date where you see the picture and go, oh god damn it, that is not what you look like normally. Mm -hmm. And this guy showed up and was hotter than his picture, and I just remember going, oh my god, thank god. (laughs) Yeah. And then we, at the end of the date, we proceeded to tell each other we had the same fucking thought that when we saw each other, we went, oh, they look better. Awesome. Do people still do blind dates? I don't think they do that anymore. That was a big thing in the 90s. Well, that's why, that's why I stopped by, I know, but by going just, through. But I'm yeah. thinking about that. There's some 20-year-old listening to the show, and Shay, they heard Shay say, okay, Cupid, and they thought Boomer. Yeah, that's a Boomer reference. Is that a millennial reference? reference? Millennials are boomers now. Everyone's a boomer who's not a zoomer now. Yeah, if you're not a zoomer, you're yeah. I agree with that too. Anyway, (laughs) uh, the the point being there that 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 was a that's a good memory, Mm -hmm. right? Good memories at headquarters. Look at all those plugs we're getting from the headquarters. They they should give us some some Bitcoin. I also had a fun going away party where the girl when I showed up uh, straight up tackled me to the floor and kissed me like goodbye, and it was like goddamn what. <laughs> I always. I'm not. I, I'm not drunk yet. I just showed up. Why am I on the floor? Here's how bad my ego was. Like I just thought that uh, the girls I was going on these first dates with just they really liked the idea of me, so they wanted me to think they were cool by taking me to a video game spot. Wow, you turned that into a story about how these girls are so intimidated by how cool you are. That right. That's what I thought. Or, wow. That's, that's what that's I thought. That's something to talk to a therapist about. I thought that was the case because I couldn't think of any other reason. That you could. That was the only reason. Not that maybe somebody had been, you know, talking about the headquarters a lot and had just kind of gotten into the zeitgeist. It had to be that you were that cool. I thought because like, I said, like, I really like mm-hmm. video games and they mm-hmm. like, they liked me enough where they were just like, I'll, like, this way he'll think I like video games too. I wow. See, here's the, here's the thing though, is that I will tell you as a woman, when I ever saw that, I took I did not take that as arcade games. I took that as like Call of Duty and shit. So mm. I would think that that most people probably look at that and don't think, oh, cool, arcade. So I don't think that was the case, Mike. Oh, mm. I guess, I guess uh, that's, you know, that's a good point. 
That's a good point. I never played any of those Call of Duties though. I like those arcade games. Those are more fun. Yeah, same. I, I like. I'm I'm totally fine with those and and the the shorter old school games and stuff. But I never got into gaming, and so that oh. was actually a sign. Usually, I was like, well, I'm not gonna just sit and watch you because I'm not in high school anymore. So, did girls do that in high school? Oh yeah. Well, what what they used Fuck. to do in high school is is the guy would make the girl come to Guitar Center with him, and he would try to nail the intro to Eruption, and she would just have to sit there and watch. What's yeah, Eruption? Right. Look at that. See right there. It's, Case it's, in point. It's a Van Halen song with a crazy intro. Oh. Uh, anyway. the, the name of the the intro is Eruption. That's not the name of the song. No, the song is isn't the song Eruption. That solo that from the beginning of the song that you're talking about is mm-hmm. a different song than Eruption's just the name of the solo that Eddie Van Halen does. All right. Well, you know, I my own my interest in Van Halen ends with David Lee Roth's involvement. Boozy, boozy, Fair. Yeah, he's the best. Maybe we should that. have the Eruption solo. Yeah, yeah, I could get that. Yeah, we'll, pretty, we'll get, it's kind of long, sweet. isn't it? I mean, just have like part of it. The, the right. put it in like I don't know the the peak. Okay, well we'll figure something out. Anyway, we should really get into this. Yep. Sonic Disruptors. We're gonna look at issue one uh, from 1987. It's called "Are You Ready to Suck?" I have rock. It's called Rock. Are you ready to rock? Written I am. By, I am comic book. <laughs> written by Mike Barron, art by Barry Crane and John Nyberg. Um, in order to have a little bit of fun, I actually read this the first time backwards, and uh, what? It, made, it made about as much sense. You yeah. watched, you read it backwards? Why? I read it backwards the first time. I don't know. Just just shake things up. I always read were, it a couple times. Were you trying to hear, listen, hear a satanic message? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, thanks for covering for that. Thanks for retroactively explaining why I would have done that. Yeah. I was uh, uncovering the, the satanic messages of the book. No. Um, I don't know, man. Sometimes you just try something different. I figured it was going to be crazy. And I thought, well, let's just go all out crazy and see if I can piece this together reading it backwards. I could not. Then I read it forwards and I still could not. Uh, I I understood what was happening. I like this book. I'm so ready to rock that I had to explain to you uh, the interruption is just the solo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how ready to rock I am. Ah, fucking talking about boomers. Jesus Christ. Nitpicking about Van Halen solos. <laughs> Man, these girls must really like me. They can't stop talking about Van Halen. <laughs> uh, and on the cover of the book is my new back tattoo. We got this here. That's looking Sweet. Sweet. I don't know, it, man. This is does, actually, yeah. It does kind of look like one of those Mad Magazine foldings. Yeah, yeah. This James, if you actually got this as a back tattoo, I would, I would high five the shit out of you. <laughs> that's why. That's worth that's it. worth it, James. This three hundred dollar tattoo. Oh, it would be um, more than three hundred. Yeah, that'd be like a thousand dollars at least. No, I'd get it very tiny. <laughs> it's just, no, it's just, it's it covers still, your whole back. It's probably going to cost more than. Covers your whole back. <laughs> I get a back tattoo, and it's Huge. three inches tall in the center of my back. There was a dude I used to work with uh, that I always thought he was like kind of nerdy and quiet. And mm. then we were like, after like a long time, we were like in a car together or something. And uh, he just casually mentioned that he had a back tattoo. Mm-hmm. And like hey, the rest of them, there's no tattoos, right? And mm-hmm. he had this giant elaborate like tree Yggdrasil thing all mm. over his back. And I was like, oh my God, you're a freak. He goes, yeah, I'm totally a freak. I'm like, oh, fuck. How does that make know. you a freak? Uh, I meant like he wasn't a normie. Oh, okay. Yeah, he wasn't some fucking boomer. Yeah. So, about the eruption solo. Right, but I know. I'm a huge boomer. I'll admit, though, and I understand why we're, we're <sighs> spat on. Mike, do you have know. tattoos? No, no. I'm too cheap. Got to keep that skin perfect or God might not accept you. Or uh, what is it? Or what would be my reasoning? Uh, I've never saw a picture I like so much that I wanted on my body forever. Yeah. Too worried that they'd be uh, off center, and I I just look at it in the mirror every day and be pissed that it's that one degree off. If I got a tattoo, I would look like a tryhard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? It'd be like I got it just so I could look cool. That'd be my only reason. And they to might do become it. Uh, the f- uh, tattoos would become unpopular like the next day, and then you're fucked. You're right. Or I get like, a big Slayer tattoo across my back. Fucking poser with a tattoo. Who right. Gets a tattoo anymore. You're right. It's so gross. I'm not going to headquarters with him. Oh, no. That's the place girls go to to impress me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad you couldn't impress them. I did. Like, uh, I always did. I dated every single one of those girls for like a long time. Wow. Wait, you just said for like a year you did all your first dates there. Yeah, like I would see him for like a month or two. That's not a long time, Mike. For me, that for is a, a super long time. long time. Like, that is brutal. Well, I, okay. Finally, I guess I guess I my perspective to, I, is skewed. I get to the point where they say they want me to like go to dinner with them and their friends, and I'm like, oh, 
this isn't gonna work out. Time to go. Time yeah, to jump time off to this go. train. Right. I'm. I never want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to this cover. I mean, this I, cover? I, I don't even know how to. It's. I've never had a picture make me think I was having a stroke before. Like I don't there, even know. There's a comic book you should look up called Lone Sloan. It's a 1970s science fiction fr- like French language comic book, and this cover looks a lot like the weird, bizarre psychedelic uh-huh. shit that they did. Well, it's like it's like it's a Jupiter. This is actually a good metaphor for how I feel about the book because it's a it's a bunch of stuff that might be interesting separately, but it's thrown together so haphazardly that I don't even know what I'm supposed to be looking at. Like it's a look. jukebox in oh, like samurai yeah. armor. Yeah. Look at the uh, tiny little red and blue face at the belly button. Yeah, yeah, uh, that he's might so be a face. He's so cute. Or it's boobs. Little it scrunt. Might be boobs. Oh, it could be boobs. It looks like kind of like boobs in a navel. It, it's it's so it's like a jukebox. With like samurai armor, and then there's a bunch of barbed wire and chains wrapped around it. Yeah. All right, Wicked. man. All right. Oh, man. you know what? It, oh, oh. Oh, what is it? Kind of looks like a vagina. It's a vagina, dude. A lot of things look like a vagina. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's dead center, and it looks like it's surrounded by muscle. It might yeah. be. And look, it and, look and uh, and to the right of it is the dick. Mm-hmm. Or is that a finger? Dude, I don't know. Like again, this it's not clear what this is. We'll put it up on Twitter and yeah. and let's put it out and show you put it up on Instagram and we'll let we'll ask people to describe what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe we'll actually do it this time instead of all the other stuff you say we'll put up that we don't put up. I put up a lot of stuff. You quit shaming me. Mm. <laughs> don't post shame me. Don't tweet shame me. Right. All right. I, I didn't bother to stand on the credits page long enough to see that this came out the year and month i was born uh happy birthday mm, there you go yeah right after right after Watchmen. you were born in 87 you boomer yeah you were conceived while Watchmen was was going right they were listening to van halen yeah they were listening to that eruption solo half of that might have been true <laughs> all right so this book takes place in 2030 and it's pretty dead on to where we're headed yep like, this is probably this is probably the way it's yeah. going yeah because we're like a stone's throw away from that we're year now. We're getting very close. Because now, now that we're older, we understand how short a decade really is, prospectively. Yeah, it's not so much. Now we, so we just know that like 2030 is like really fucking soon. Yeah. A decade's only enough time to like clean your house like seven times. Like There's barely, barely any time to do anything in a decade. Seven times for me uh, in a decade for cleaning my house is probably accurate. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. And so this book opens up with kind of our main character, who's sort of the head of this space station, this radio pirate radio space station, and he goes by the name Sheik Rattle and Roll. Awesome. Okay. And he's being woken up by his buddy, Mr. C. Mr. C uh, is cool as shit. Mr. Okay, Mr. C is pretty cool. Like, he's, yeah. he's, the, he's the hip black dude who's lending them credibility. That's right. And uh, so essentially, Mr. C needs to go down to Earth to pick up some, uh, like, illegal... Uh, music, some illegal vinyls from the Buzzcocks and Miles Davis. Nice. And while he's down there, he's also going to try and uh, intercept this this woman named uh, Straight Jane. What was that? Kate was Straight. Kate, Kate Straight. Kate Straight. So cool. Who I guess is part of the uh, resistance down below. Now that James, to- like, since James told me he didn't like this book, I'm gonna hype up everything about yeah. this book. Yeah, that seems about right. That's I'm gonna right. like over exaggerate how much I like it. Like I say, there are is- <laughs> there are parts of it that are cool, and there are ideas that are cool. The artwork is nice. It's just like I don't understand what the fuck the point is. Like rock and roll is gonna destroy the the fascists. What the yes, fuck is this? Of course. <sighs> okay. Well, what else is gonna do it? It's a very old. Jazz, maybe. It's a very old kind of like when people looked at Elvis about, you know, this rock yeah. and roll is gonna, is gonna completely destroy and, and, and make it, dege- make degenerates. Yeah. In the book, well, in the, in the book, the reason why they're doing it is because, uh, the military, like the, 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 it, there's the, a coup. Yeah. There's a coup. The people of America voted for a woman. <laughs> That's so the, the military only reason they went, gave. fuck this and yeah. did a coup. Yeah. The like, woman is Lucille Ball, by the way. Like they don't right. say it, but it's Lucille Ball. Like they didn't give any other reason. <laughs> why they why they conquered America was like they voted for a woman so yeah, we, we took over sounds like some script issues so like uh, they did that they mm-hmm. took over and they made uh, rock and roll illegal so mm-hmm. they're, these guys uh, took uh, took over a space station or, or, or the owner bought it he bought this yes he bought a space station uh, from the previous administration when uh, it, it was things were a little more legit and you could just buy a space station I guess probably needed the money 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I, we, we do now. Yeah. Pay off that imaginary debt to no one. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he launched the space station and turned it into a pirate radio station. Sheik did. And uh, I guess they, they broadcast commie propaganda and the names of people who have been disappeared by the government in between playing Merle Haggard songs. Merle Haggard and Green Day. And that was one thing I could not determine from this issue was, are they communists? Green Day I didn't am. exist yet, by the way. <laughs> what? Um, Green Day didn't exist yet. Oh, And yes. Mike's a communist. In, uh, in 2030? Oh, you're, well, when it was written... It was, Green Day was prophesized to, to, to this came out in what eighty seven I think seven I, I just think that they weren't like a signed band but they all right existed. I don't think they were uh, when was Green Day formed These are the kind of things I will Green bye Day bye was formed in nineteen eighty seven There you go So they knew wow. That's formed they knew. not not like nah, got come an on. album Come on Still, They, they predicted heard... everything else accurately We saw that first show that they played at a high school and went yep. oh these guys Yep They're playing some of them Dookie tracks. They also mention uh, they have an interview with uh, septuagenarian rocker Prince, which is the one thing they got wrong about the future is that Prince would still be around. Yeah, uh, I actually, is. when I got to that part, went, ooh. He's, he's next to Tupac at Epstein's Island. He might be coming back. Yeah. It's just, it's, here's another issue with the script is they, they specifically mentioned septuagenarian rocker Prince, but in 2030, we'd all know what age he is. Like there's no, that's not something you say. What's a septuagenarian? Someone in their seventies, like our current and previous president. And next one. And after yeah. that, I don't think a lot that. of people know what septuagenarian. I did, but my point, but my point is, when you throw that into a script, you're clearly doing it for the benefit of the reader, and it takes you out of it. I uh, I didn't look it up because I knew James would explain it to me. <laughs> I'm surprised, like that word was getting thrown around a lot last year because it was like, oh, hey, pick your pick your rapist septuagenarian that you would like to be the president. I was uh, reading this book and I was looking at that. I go, what the fuck does that mean? I, I was about to look it up. I go, oh no, I'll have James explain it to me for content. Yeah, I'm I'm like a fleshy Google. <laughs> I gotta fill up this show with something. Mike's, <laughs> ign- Mike's ignorance. There you there's, go. <laughs> believe me, there's plenty of stuff to talk about in this ridiculous book. Um, so then we get a look at their space station, which is pretty cool. It's pretty lit. It. It's like prospectively incorrect, but whatever. Yeah, they mentioned being something like 23 miles in the sky, but that's not right. You wouldn't escape the Earth's orbit at that point, I don't think. Uh, I don't know what uh, Earth's orbit a ratio is that's something to look up how far to escape how fair escape escape earth earth <laughs> is that is that what planet we're on <laughs> what are we on earth now <laughs> are we still oh here we go es- escape uh what did they uh, say they did it with uh the comic books version i think they were like 23 miles outside of orbit or outside of the earth uh we should look up uh what is a stable orbit mile like what is what mile uh, how many miles from earth is a stable orbit i'm a really good internet searcher i took a class i took a class on in high school yeah yep except you didn't know what metadata was until a couple weeks ago uh there's a lot of things about computers i didn't know about until like a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. uh one orbit completely takes sidereal years uh Uh, it's hard that that's that is pretty like it's hard to for the AI don't understand mm. what we're asking. We don't know. We, d- we don't know. But they also mentioned, so the reason that the government can't just shoot this satellite out of the sky is because it, it's full of shit. Well, nuclear, like not literal shit. It's full of nuclear waste. Yeah, they are pro- they're probably the station is powered by a nuclear reactor. So like they're going to have some waste. But that wouldn't I think, happen. I thought it was essentially that they had like a trash barge and just shot it in the space instead. But... They say Three Mile they Island. They, they, they can't shoot it because it'll rain down on the country, but yeah. they've escaped the orbit. It's not going to rain down. It's just going to float in space. Um, it, it depends because if it blows up, it's going to blow up in every direction. And if it and if it did fall to Earth, wouldn't it burn up in the atmosphere? No, a lot. New, well, so if they have nuclear waste, chances are it's because – because that's like what one of the plans is for deep space is nuclear reactors. If they blow it up, that's a nuclear explosion. Like that's pretty, fucking huge. In pretty space. much. Okay. Right, but you're pretty close to Earth. And space the sun's is, radiation makes it to us. Space like, is for us to fuck up. I agree. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I was surprised hey, they had some support on that. Still no space crime. Space yep. is pretty big. The one space crime that was committed turned out to be uh, not true. So and we also get a shout out for Chicago with the police kidnapping and murdering people. Yeah, that's accurate. That's that's, that's fairly they're, they're, accurate. Well, not murdering they, yet. They're just missing. 
Yeah, if anything, they projected that too far in the future. Yeah, well, they knew about the the black sites that the cops had, turns out. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think they also probably just remembered the uh, riots in the 60s. Yeah. Well, not remember. I mean, like the writers do, not obviously the the people in the comic. And those riots in 2020. Yeah. (laughs) And those riots. Mike, you're really convinced that uh, that this this predicted the future. It's quite prescient. It got it got a lot of shit right. Simpsons level correctness. Yes. Um, then we've got this dude that we actually don't see again who's – we don't even know what he's spying on. I'm sure we found out in, in a following issue. But uh, he's he's one of the dudes who's uh, working with the, the Sonic Disruptors, I guess, and uh, he's assaulted by some cops, and we never hear from him again. Cops get on the radio like, we found him. We found Bandana Sam. <laughs> the worst nickname. All these guys, he's no, it's no chic rattle and roll. And he gets hit in the back of the head with uh, the nightstick and his bandana falls off. And he goes, my bandana. He's the Steven Van Zant of and uh, they, the they stand, they stand over him and they're like, you're just Sam now, you bitch. And they, he and they beat the shit out of him. It's all that they, mattered to they, me. They, they break it. They take his bandana and he can't grab it. He goes, I'll tell you everything. And he just got that bandana like a week ago. He has no emotional attachment to it. He was easily <laughs> broken. Uh, yeah. And so then these troopers, uh, they break into, it's it's an illegal radio factory where they're making radios that can accept the broadcasts from the Look, the, look, the how, look how heavily militarized the police is. They are. Yeah. They're also actually, accurate. Big time. There's a drone. Yeah, there's a drone following around. The police actually look a little less militarized than they do in 2020. Right. Actually. Yeah, no, um, that's true. So, yeah, they break into this illegal radio factory, and that's when we meet uh, Straight Kate. Yep, um, who's awesome. Yep, and uh, she's got her bald friend who's simping for her. That, that's me. Yep. <laughs> they're, Which they're I was surprised. They're about to go to headquarters. Later in this comic, they <laughs> use the word simp. They do yeah, use the word sure simple, but I think they just meant simpleton. They, they but, uh, no, that's not. That's not do? what they meant. They they mean it like right wing people mean it like that, like how you think they mean Even it. Even in 1987, yeah, 1987's version of 2030. Maybe okay. that's a much older. T- let's look it up. Let's look up how old the <laughs> oh. term simp is. This is just a, oh. an episode full of research. Right. Origins. Our listeners must f- must know the truth. I think our listeners know a lot about simping. Yeah, uh, <laughs> 1923. Wow. Holy shit! Dictionary well, listed as 1946 for the first usage. When Whoa. did it come from? Whoa. Appeared in New York Times as early as 23 uh, on a letter by one Lillian Henderson criticizing the members of two clubs in Atlantic City for unmarried men. Those bachelor simp's are afraid to take a chance and too tight to share their earnings with a wife. I agree with uh, those simp's. So is there something homophobic about the term simp? I guess. I guess it bursts well, because it means like it, it, now simp is it, it means that you're uh, submissive to a woman, right? So there's that yeah. underlying, you know, uh, oh, they are machismo little, like the loafers. Yeah, well, in the machismo of like, well, you're not a real man if you're fucking, you know, pussy if you're pussy whipped. Simp is just pussy whipped. Maybe I should stop using the word simp then. It feels like uh, that's not very woke of me. Twitter, you told us to stop saying simp, calling each other simp in chat, and now people do it even more. Yeah, yeah, the internet can't tell people not to do something. Like, like you're gonna you're gonna ban everyone. That's the worst way. That's <laughs> like the worst that's way to get the internet to stop doing something. Like, is bro, to ask nicely, bro. Well, we're that's the the Barbara Streisand effect. Is that what they talk about? Where they they asked her to take down a picture, so it just got yeah. placed everywhere. Yeah, that's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. You gotta embrace it. It's too funny. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, they got them. Their slang has to be less funny if they want us to stop using it. Like it's short. It has a little pop at the end. We we made a coin with a dog on it and we bought it. Don't you think that like we just want funny things? We don't oh, care. Man, please continue to fall apart, cryptocurrency world. Please. What are you talking about crypto? Oh, oh, you're you're one of the people that hasn't watched over the last ten years when it's it's been declared dead every eighteen months and then it doubles in price. I know, I know. Would now be a good time to buy Bitcoin? Do you think? Think I should do it? Well, I can't speak to when this episode comes out, but yes, as of the time we were recording it, it's a good time to buy Bitcoin and Ethereum. And uh, I not through Robinhood, not through Robinhood, preferably you want to buy it through something that has a wallet. You can also stake your crypto, which means that it will be used on the blockchain and you will get something like a 5% return annually for uh, allowing your coins to be staked like that. Well, that's a good, that's a good idea. That's a good investment. Yeah. And I say don't use Robinhood because obviously all of the the shitty stuff that they did with GameStop. But um, 
James, I think you told me that you have to pay to take it out. Um, well, you always have capital gains issues. That's going to happen no matter what. But no, Bitcoin, uh, Robinhood isn't a crypto wallet. So you actually don't own the Bitcoin when it's in there. You can't use it for any transactions, which of course is hard to do anyway. But um, yeah, you can't really do anything with it. You just kind of hold on to it while it's in Robinhood or some of these other other uh, exchanges, as opposed to a crypto wallet where you can do, you can use it for things uh, should you choose to. I just want to upgrade my computer and I can't do it. Because everything's too expensive because of the mm-hmm. fucking crypto. Oh, well, hey, dude, I'm, I'm riding it to the moon. Riding it to the moon. All right. Speaking of going to the moon, uh, these guys are trying to get on the space station, right? Yeah. Uh, Kate Strait and her, her platonic male friend, uh, they have a great relationship. And uh, But the dude, uh, he ends up getting killed by the stormtroopers who have invaded the, the radio factory. And uh, Kate Strait's a great shot, and she she uh, gives him one right between the eyes. Ooh, the that's why trooper. she's called Kate Strait. Right. I don't know why. I don't know why she is. That's well, why. Just, well, that's why. They specifically say in the comic, that's why they call her Kate Strait on the right. next panel. I thought maybe it's just because it rhymes. <laughs> yeah. I was, oh, it does, though. Yeah. It's just, it's a convenient. All right. Well, I'm glad that worked out for her. Maybe her first name wasn't Kate, and she just adopted Kate because it rhymed. It's like Bandana Sam. Yeah. He hated bandanas, but he needed a nickname. He needed a right. thing. <laughs> right. And he grew to love it. He's like, yeah, God, I got to pick, pick up something. He's like, um, look, he has a bunch of them in the wash. And he's pulling them out, right? He's laughing to himself. I have a favorite one now. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I'd go crazy without my bandanas now. Like, I never used to think. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of my, I never saw myself as a bandana guy, but now. Joke's on you. The, that was little Stevie, guys. Little Steven Van Zant. Um. So anyway, Kate Strait escapes in that, uh, in like the Jetsons car, I guess. Right. right. We're going to have those in um, 2030. In 2030, yeah. You got to get on the stick on that. It's coming close. Right. If we survive this summer. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not, I don't have high hopes on that one. So then we have a repeated motif where this colonel just likes his, his men to shoot radios and TVs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just, he's just really into shooting radios and TVs. I, I, it, I don't know, man. It's stupid. But they, they shoot the, the radio so they don't have to listen to any of this commie propaganda. Right. And uh, that's, that makes sense. That's why he would uh, smash them all. He's going to smash those devices. That mm-hmm. took well, and later from... we see that the, the main colonel or general or whatever terrible. the right word would be uh, is very triggered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so just keeps shooting TVs to the point of where immediately afterwards mm-hmm. he has to remind them, it's okay. <laughs> mm. So let me get some background, uh, some uh, historical context, some world building. Uh, and we find out where our dude uh, Sheik bought his ship from and why they can't shoot it down. And we find out that the, they can't seem to do anything about it because they keep moving frequencies, which I guess is why they need these uh, custom-made radios, these illicit radios, to be able to to track the shifting frequency that the pirate radio is broadcasting from. It's called the uh, Little Bopper, by the way. Mm. Because in 2030, people were really into those the fucking Big Bopper references. Look at that! Another shout with to Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's do you guys hot, do you guys get a little pop every time like you do, you like do you see that in like comic books and movies and stuff? I, I think I did for a while. I think it's starting to wear off because I've been here like eleven years. You know. I still get the pop. Yeah, I get the pop too. Get that pop. I get the pop driving. Like, say I gotta work like in like Highland Park or whatever, and I'm driving back into the city and I see mm-hmm. the skyline and I'm stuck in traffic part of me is still like yeah oh I love the skyline don't get me wrong on that like that's a beautiful skyline like I still get a little kick out of it my favorite view of the city one of my favorite views of the city used to be driving north or driving south on Lakeshore and there's a the little moment where you can see downtown over the Chicago River and it was beautiful and then Trump put his name right on that fucking tower and just obscured that perfect view yep he did yeah, ruined it and he was the president for for like eight for years. four years, at least four years, if I remember correctly. It was no, it, by twenty thirty. Who knows? I think he's gonna get reelected. <laughs> he's coming back. He's just getting started. Anyway, so going back to the comics, so we don't Vice, have to think Vice about president, reality. Vice President Alex Jones. <laughs> Vice President Tucker. So back Carlson. to the comics, so we don't have to think about reality. I mean, did you hear about what Tucker Carlson did? Oh my Jesus fucking Christ! How he turned out to be leaking stories. So the colonel is trying to plan out about, attacking all this up. shit, and by doing it, he's kind of giving the backstory finally, which yeah. apparently the person she rattle and rolls actually a a pinko homosexual. 
named My- Myron Spies. We don't know that he necessarily is gay, but they just call him a neurotic pinko, and they think every every communist is gay. So you well, know, they call I- him a neurotic pinko, not an erotic pinko. Right, that would be me. <laughs> yeah, and Mike, Mike is the erotic pinko. I am the erotic pinko. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, that's perfect. Yeah, change your uh, change your Twitter handle there. Yep. <laughs> um, so gonna... I can't. I can't. The Twitter handle's fucking the show. Hey, make another one. Um, I ain't, I ain't managing two Twitters. Yeah, yeah, that that is that is asking a lot. So the government's going to uh, since they can't blow up the satellite, they're going to put their own satellite called John Deere into space, and they're going to just kind of like gently nudge it away. So this like uh, the. It was like a building, right? Mm-hmm, or what mm-hmm. is that in that, that middle panel? It's an airport, international airport. There's like a little frog face on the top of it. Oh, yeah. Well, it looks I mean, like they, it looks like a, a baseball diamond plate with a face. Well, we are wired to see faces and everything. That's, that's old caveman stuff that we did so we could see predators in the, in the woods. Oh, is that why? Yeah. I see faces like, in fucking everything. That's leftover caveman stuff. That was so you would be on the lookout for, for hunters. That and the hair on my toes. Yeah, yeah. Which, if one thing can go away, if I can lose one thing evolutionarily, I would, I would get rid of the hair on my toes. I would get rid of my, all my body hair. Yeah, you don't need ha that. Ha ha. Yeah. Shut up, yep. Shay. You petite thing. Just the toes. Just I don't have hairy toes. Obviously, I, well, the, I have body hair because I'm. Well, you're gonna eating. be, you're gonna be cold in the winter. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I do have my, my toes are are very cold most of the time. Yeah, yeah you're you're you're, you're you're a little cute toes. <laughs> no. You're gonna get the bite. They're gonna fall right off. No. Anyway, so then we see Kate Strait. She's trying to get uh she's trying to hop on a plane that I guess is gonna be uh, the first leg of her trip to get onto the uh, little bopper satellite, and then she's intercepted by some T men. Her hair color changes constantly. Yeah, the coloring's off. She's a redhead sometimes. She's a blonde sometimes. Yeah. Um, but then our buddy Mr. C, who was yeah. here to uh, he was here to pick up some illegal rock and roll albums, he decides right. to swing by and rescue Kate. Yeah, yep. he has a little he has a little pocket fart machine. He does have a pretty cool yeah. It's just like a hand. It looks like brass knuckles, but it's got a button on it that that will fire a little like tranquilizer darts. It goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it has to make that sound. There is firing it multiple times. The well, the sound is fut fut. Fut yep. fut. That's the sound. Uh, that's my sex sounds. All right. Oh, that's, but, that's as the erotic but, pinko. But, but, yes, as the erotic pinko oh. who hangs out at the headquarters, trolling for strange. That's your. That's your. That's your fuck noise. Just like uh, Rye's fuck noise was hurray. That's right. I also yell that at the end. Yeah. If you don't have a fuck noise, women won't respect you. That's Mike, right. you have to. You have to yell hug your name though. You have to yell Mike. Nope. Are you. Oh, but that, that sounds now, acidic. Yeah, it sounds acidic. Yeah, that's my bad. My accent. Yeah. I I can't do accents. What if she's a Nazi? <laughs> Wants to get the fuck out of there. You stop choking me right now. Like I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a, a a good time enjoying some borderline illegal sexual activity, and you ruined it. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, what if I said it? And she goes, "Is that acidic?" And then I noticed the giant swastika tattoo on one of her on her left breast. I'm in bed with Jerry Seinfeld here. I'm like, whoa! Uh, Should have probably picked up on that. Boy, neither of us are enjoying this anymore, are we? Well, or are we? Or like, <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, well, let's at least finish. <laughs> I mean, it would just be insulting if we didn't. It's a waste of energy. Right. It just we, becomes well, a hate fuck. Yeah. No, I don't want to hate people. Then yeah, she wins. <laughs> she might be hate fucking you, Mike. She's a Nazi. That's none of my business. Yeah, and then she wins. (laughs) Good for her. Like, it's none of my business. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, So Mr. C... (laughs) (laughs) Mr. C grabs Kate Strait, and they jump into the rocket, and this there's a little moment where it's kind of a... We really see the shifting criteria of what what qualified for wokeness, because Mr. C makes a kiddie porn joke, and it makes me extremely uncomfortable. No, because he goes, just kidding. Yeah, he says, oh, I've got some kitty porn on this rocket, and uh, she is aghast. And he's well, like, he's oh, li- no. Well, he's Just listing kidding. off all this. He's part of a, like, a quote-unquote criminal organization, this outlaw revolutionaries. And so, uh-huh. like, he's trying to, like, let her know, like, hey, we're carrying all this red illegal shit because that's, like, we're, we're pirates. So, like, we've yeah. got some music. we got some we got some all this cool stuff, even kitty porn. She's like, yeah. oh. 
what a, what a funny joke to tell somebody you just met and are now alone in a ship with. And he goes, just kidding. He leans in. He leans in to her ear, to where her left ear. He just leans in real, real lean close in. and quiet. And he goes, just kidding. <laughs> or he, whisper, he whispers it in her ear. Uh, you know, the way things are going in 2030, that might be legal. I feel like also at that point, I might go, I'm going to need to see this cargo. Well, James, it's already legal if you're a senator. Yeah, if you have enough money, enough clout, you can get away with that. That's no problem. Right. You just need a hit record. You need to get booked on a warp tour. You sell a million copies. You can do whatever you want. Right? We'll film it for you. Like shit. Um, so, what are you do? Be boring? <laughs> God. Uh, Stop it. Get some help. So they escape and they're being uh, they're being followed by these uh, government agents who are and they have like a, a dogfight in the sky. And, uh, you know, things go kind of as you expect. And they, they manage to get away from these guys who are following them. Right. Mm-hmm. So they can go to French Guiana. That's mm-hmm. right. Where they're going to uh, take a uh, was it like a, it's like a, a shuttle, a ladder to heaven. No, they're building the ladder to heaven. <laughs> they, are building, they are building a ladder to heaven, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, no, they're taking a shuttle. They're, they are saying that they're building an elevator to the stars uh, because it's cheaper than, like, boosting the payload of, of the materials that they need in the satellite. You know, I recently explained to someone the story of the Tower of Babel from the mm-hmm. Bible, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, yeah, we, the humans tried to build, like, a ladder to space, mm-hmm. and... God didn't like it, so he destroyed it and yeah. made it so everyone there speaks a different language, and that's why, like, that's why they call it babbling. And that was that was based on the uh, Justice League comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they went back and added that into the Bible after they read that. So this is maybe a that's what great that story. maybe that's what that story is. Is like there was once an ancient like society of advanced with, humans, with and they're creating a space elevator, and then a, a, a disaster happened because of it, mm-hmm. and then it became this legend. I can believe that. I mean, isn't that how the Bible was basically written? Just, just I don't know, man. History's history's funky. Like we've had these human bodies as they are for like nine hundred thousand years, but we only have a record of what we went down, like the last like five, sort mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Like who knows what happened? That's a lot was, of time. It was probably boring. This is like the Star Wars fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, but this is here. Well, how come in a galaxy far away and long time ago, they have advanced technology and uh, they sort speak of. English? Sort of. Advanced to what the I have. That's the point that I was saying. I could explain that we don't Star- know what happened. Mm-hmm. I could explain Star Wars to you, James, but that'd be a boring uh, podcast. It, it That's another boring. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mike explains the lore of Star Wars <laughs> and why they have janky shit. He's fucking door. Yeah, this, this, is, this is why you're meeting at headquarters. Is this shit right here. And they don't want to hear me talking about Star Wars. Yeah, I don't want to. You don't know about Star Wars lore? Well, I, I, yeah. Let I me tell you. Need those pinball machines going off loud. I don't want to. Let me ruin my chances of getting laid, but increase my chances of feeling satisfied that I explained Star Wars really <laughs> like, good. Like that dude in the meme at the at the basketball game with the shades who's leaning into the hot woman and like yep. explaining something to her while she's looking off aimlessly. Yep, that's me talking about Star Wars at the headquarters. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway. So then we meet the worst character ever written in the history of fiction. Oh, yeah. Uh, This guy is... So this is part of my problem with this book, is that the villain is terrible. Like, it's not... This isn't a well-developed villain at all. He talks like a a gym teacher I had in high school. Yeah. It's a very silly, cartoonish villain. He he comes in... He's like a Tex Avery cartoon. He comes in with big Yosemite Sam energy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this guy would be a villain on Pow- uh, not Power Rangers, um, Captain Planet. This guy yeah. is really big on him eating red meat and telling you about it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. All right. So yeah, so this guy runs down the history for us, and uh, there's just no care. He's just a total one-dimensional, like angry r- right-wing guy. Like it's just there's nothing to him. Like like even Hitler was an artist. Like there's nothing 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 to this fucking character. It's weird. Like he's he get he's a lot of, has a lot of Stalin to him, even though yeah. he's like this Texas racist, mm-hmm. like I hate liberals mm-hmm. kind of fella. Yeah. yeah, he goes off about vegetarians, gun control, rock and roll. Right, uh, all the things I love. Yeah, yeah, blowjobs to criminals. I love blowjobs to criminals because usually I'm the criminal. Yeah, it, it might calm them down. Right, I know it works for me. 
Uh, and then we see our female president. He said that was the last straw was they locked, elected a female president. Also, he's one of those guys who call women females. And that's always right. a bad sign. Right. That's some like toxic black pill shit. Yeah. He puts on his fedora. Or creature. I know. I've I've heard. I've oh. read and seen videos of like black pill dudes who call oh. women creatures. Skin. Crawling. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that there's a difference. Between, I, I feel like when they say female, it's like, well, there's inherently a genetic difference, and women are genetically inferior versus like, like a that? woman president, where it's like, well, you just don't have the capacity. Everyone's mm-hmm. a girl till some some people grow a penis in the womb. Hmm. Like everyone starts out female. Everyone and li- and sometimes they're lizards. Yeah. <laughs> We do have a lot of lizards. So uh, so then we see that our dude, what is his name? Colonel something. Colonel Sanders. Colonel America. Colonel Sanders, Cur- yeah. Because he's like Miss America. Yeah. Miss, yeah. We don't except talk about here, Miss America. Except here, she's the, uh, except in that book, she was the, the superhero. Yeah. This one, this guy's a clear villain. Shows a change in our collective, uh, what we think is right and wrong, or collective which, morality. Yeah, which was exactly, exactly a year ago. We did that for 4th of July last year, and this year decided, yeah. uh, let's not try to do another 4th of July book. Let's No. We, we do so many, like, America books because they're easy <laughs> jokes. Well, in the there is a great moment in here where they're like, and now people want elections. Elections. The country won't be ready for elections for another 20 years. I agree. Like, I agree with where that. Where does yeah. that yeah, sound yeah, familiar? We, we are not even close to being ready to elect something. We're, right. Like, after you, they the people out there who are voting after like the last like four elections maybe mm-hmm. even five mm-hmm. yeah i'll go with shit everything yeah. after carter mm-hmm. i would say like oh people shouldn't be voting yeah but uh he got he got those uh pow's released I yeah mean, he technically did. they did it in when reagan began but that i was bet his, i bet his peanuts were good as fuck yeah well, of course he's the president they he's took his they, they, they took his peanut farm away from him because they thought it would be a, uh, a distraction. Uh, no, they thought it would be a conflict of interest. Oh yeah, right. And then Trump is Trump running his businesses and shit. Uh, well, he was supposed to step away from them. Remember that was what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did. He did everything he said he would do. <laughs> he made America he great died. again. He did. I, I does feel pretty great right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we also see this guy has an issue with clowns, and a clown show comes on, and he shoots the TV. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, clowns are terrible. How will those kids get, do their bozo buckets? <laughs> kids are illegal, too, now. Oh, cool. Yeah, I don't see any kids. Nice. All of us are pro-kid. But wait a minute. If, the, if there's no kids, where did Mr. C get all that kitty porn? <laughs> it's you know retro. Yeah. It's CG. It's vintage. He, he's like he throws a magazine at her. And goes, it's pretty old, but you could still come to it. <laughs> it's a little soiled. Uh, those kids are probably grown up now, but if you just don't think about it, it's still Ugh, pretty good. The, this line of jokes is crass. Yeah, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't Mr. Like it. C stands for crass. That's not the kind of humor we do on this show. Uh, right. Not normally. We're all gonna get shot in the head for that. Yeah, it's yeah. Normally. You're about to get what you fucking deserve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, show's over. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best joke. That's the best joke from the best scene in cinema history. Uh, <laughs> is uh, that true? No. Well, I don't know. I'm not gonna rank all the scenes in cinema history unless it's how you want to spend the rest of the show. Because like, you, uh, there's because like, I don't follow award shows anymore, so I don't know what, what they're all about. Well, they and I didn't know if there was a like best no. scene in a movie <laughs> ever. No, Joaquin Phoenix shooting Robert De Niro. I, I would be surprised if like ever. TCM did something like that. Like, how do you? How do, uh, art oh, yeah. you, is subjective. You can't give awards for it. Well, yet somehow we have. That is ridiculous. So anyway, so they finally get Kate Straight up on the uh, on the satellite, and um, skinny Scott Bayo finally comes around to her. Yeah, that's chic. He looks Scott, like Scott Bayo. I was kind of I would say he at some parts he looks like uh, a Quantum Leap. Oh that's yeah, Scott. It, is it, what did I say? Scott Bayo. Oh, I'm sorry, I meant Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula. So we were thinking the hey, same thing. Hey yes. Mike, have you yeah. watched even a single episode of Quantum Leap yet? I watched the first half of the first, like the two-hour pilot. Okay. So you watched an hour. Yeah, I watched an hour. That's further in than I thought you'd be at this point. Right. Like you were so amped up, and I thought, yeah, it'll be a couple of years still. I started traveling for work, and it was yeah. just like my life was that. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, uh, Scott Bakula wants to recruit Kate Straight as a, as a DJ. Well, and, no, uh, no, no. She's up there, and he says you got to work if you're going to stay up here. Yeah. So congrats, you're a DJ. 
I got to cut through the tree hole. There's a lot of there's a lot of plot here. Man, I want to be a DJ. But at least I, you should give the correct plot. J- <laughs> yeah. James, like when you went to school for this, for I did not go to school ra- to be a DJ. But I, I went, went to, to school, school to be for a this. radio person. I was a radio I person. I, I, I was a radio person, but I didn't specifically study radio. Uh, I sp- studied technology and broadcasting, but I didn't specifically study radio. I got into radio literally from just answering a just an ad, just a you know we need a board op ad. But yeah, but I, I was a DJ for several years. Well, it's a good thing both of you were on a podcast. Yeah. yeah. No, Mike, I majored in radio. Oh well, this is your only option then. <laughs> yeah, which is why I don't work in radio. Uh, how would you? Yeah. I mean, it's I majored very, in a dying thing. It's very tough to get into radio, and it's a lot of fun. It's it's a hell of a lot of fun, but yeah, yeah. you're not going to make any you money. Know, Shay, well, you could and say, you have you could, to start in, like, podunk Arkansas. You, Shay, you could say uh, you, you majored in a dying thing uh, as your wedding vows. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, well, I mean, I'm not getting married, so. Because technically that's okay. true. Technically that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, yeah, you're majoring in this dying thing. Okay. Because <laughs> we're like, we're all going to die. So like when you... When no, you get lo- it, Mike. <laughs> yeah, mortality, we're all going to die. Not now. We got it. I got at least nine years I can see from this comic book. So let me yeah. enjoy it. Uh, we would have already been destroyed if we were in Logan's run. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so then we see that Sheik meets his other friend who is a Chinese uh, dude who, I guess, he works for the Chinese government and brings them supplies. Right, right? and he's super funky because they have a cool handshake. Yeah, yeah, they have a handshake that turns into, like, breakdancing. Mm-hmm. And there's this very awkward moment where he's like, I have a problem that only the power of rock and roll and the wise leadership of the People's Republic of China can help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, that may have been a, a joke and, and, and suggesting that by 2030 uh, that the nature of the Chinese government will have changed so severely that that would actually yeah. be a and, but we learn yeah, later in the book. Yeah, because this is all about democracy. We mm-hmm. learn later in the book that's not true. No. Yeah, no. later in the book, I was like, oh, never mind. But but this is why I questioned. I was like, are they communists? Are they actually communists? I don't, they don't fucking know what they're doing in here. Well, it's just fun. So when you're when you don't like your capitalist fascist government, it's just fun to say you're a communist because you know it pisses people off. Yeah, it's called trolling. Right. So like they predicted that too. Hmm. So the, the whole point here is that uh, Sheik wants to recruit this dude named Kong, wants to recruit him as a DJ, but also uh, wants to basically have a Chinese di- a diplomat on the ship because that will make it so that the American government won't go to war with them, won't, mm-hmm. won't, won't make any, uh, take any attack, take any action against the satellite because they won't risk creating an international incident. Right, which is why the John Deere thing then won't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're about to get pulled into space. That's kind of smart. It is. So, uh, so Diplomatic he's like. Diplomatic immunity. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I don't have fucking anything else to do. Whatever. I don't care. I'm like, sure. Yeah, let's do that. And uh, he becomes China a DJ. Is, he's like, and by the way, China is the best country ever. Yeah. He's like, okay, <laughs> you, you said that a bunch of times already. He goes, I yeah. know, but I want you to believe me. And John, John Cena pops into the corner and goes, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. And he goes, I'm sorry about the Taiwan thing. He goes, it's cool. It's 2030, dude. That was a long time ago. He goes, uh, right. We, it was. It was. <laughs> and then we find out that Mr. C is a gatekeeper. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't like that straight Kate is uh, playing Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And he the only, incredible string band. Yeah, he only likes uh, funk and jazz and stuff. And the buzzcocks. Yeah. And they're walking like they're showing Kate around, and they're like, like what? Who? Who? What DJ is that? They go, oh, that's Mike. Yeah, he, he just plays Rage Against the Machine all the time, and wears a shirt that says Kill Whitey. Yeah, yeah, but he only he only listens to the singles. He's kind of a poser. Well, I mean, I gotta get that ad money. <laughs> Uh, and then we meet this other character who really doesn't factor in in this issue, and uh, he's another DJ, but he just hangs out with a with a double neck guitar. Awesome. Uh, not not really, but all right. It's it's plugged into an amplifier pointed out towards space, mm-hmm. and he's just like jamming. Pretty sure that's not going to work. To that's space. Sound waves work. All yeah, right. it is. I'm pretty sure it does. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know what his uh, point is in this. I'm sure he was meant to be a, a very cool character, but he just seems like a fucking dork. Uh, no, he's super cool. He's the coolest character in this book. He's wearing sunglasses inside. What's the fucking point? Uh, well, because it's awesome. All right. Maybe he's Maybe. blind. Ah, oh, damn. I was just about to say that, too. Uh, Maybe he's blind, James, and you're oh, ableist. Oh, man, I'm, I'm ableist, yeah. Fuck. James, you're pretty hardcore ableist, and you've, been, you've done it several times. Well, you know, I've, I've I've grown up with it. He goes, well, I've got well, I got legs. I just can't imagine any other way to live. Yeah, I'm, I'm just used to it. I'm set in my ways. I'm not an ableist. 
fuck you guys. <laughs> you can't decipher the satire. I can't. I you're right. Say it. No, you're right. But I sucked you, you into it. <laughs> you're yeah, yeah. you're involved now. You got dragged in. You got dragged in. You got to own up to it. You're part of it now. Yep. Uh, so anyway, we're gonna, guess, we're, gonna, we're gonna ride a tandem bike into Shamey James. <laughs> so I guess uh, the John Deere is making their attempt to dock. Um, yeah, they are. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Not, not dock. A, they not have in the they, so, No, no, no. So the John Deere is going to slingshot them into space. Oh, shame. So right. the John Deere has come up to them and started attaching wires and said, "You got an hour before we sling you way the fuck into space." Well, that's kind of like docking. And maybe that's what that guy is playing on his double neck guitars, some sweet docking riffs. Ooh, ooh, all right. I'm more interested. (laughs) What kind of band is docking? You know what? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) They're they're 80s butt rock. Is it? All right. They're like the non-Christian version of Winger. Oh, so like some hair metal band. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's like a party going on because like the general president man, uh, fucking Alex Jones Trump. (laughs) <laughs> like he like thinks that he's going to be victorious and he'll destroy his enemies, the rock and roll people. And mm-hmm. so he, he, his idea of dressing nice is a white suit with a mm-hmm. blue shirt, a red bow tie with mm-hmm. six shooters. Yeah. Well, it's like a strikes. naval. It's like your naval niceness. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like a, like a, oh, I see. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. Cause he's got the epaulets and, and stuff on there. So I think it's, I don't think he's naval, but it seems reminiscent of that kind of military. I, I thought he was just tacky shit. Did you guys probably that, that too? Uh, you're not allowed to wear your military uniform at any sort of, uh, political rally, but a bunch of people have done that at Trump rallies anyway. Yeah. yeah. They do it all the time. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. That's against regulation. What the fuck? I don't know. It looks good. Good optics. Where's his so, taxes? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Let's see those taxes. They've been coming out any day now for like eight years. Come on, Trump. Well, they finally, I mean, they came out, just not the way we thought. Mm. Well, that's not true. We probably thought it was going to come out that way. Uh, so, you know, he freaks out and he shoots another TV. And Rule again threes, says, it's okay. Yeah, this is dumb. Not good. Stupid. And then we see we see the the ship that's intercepting the little bopper and it's actually pretty cool i like that ship you know let's turn this into a movie and hire scott bacula it's reminiscent of the justice league satellite yeah it's a little bit like the justice League satellite but that didn't exist yet okay in 2030 yeah, <laughs> yeah it did in 1987 we're having a real temporal issue here because i'm talking about the year it was written and you guys are talking about this like this is an actual document from the future i think it's a document from us. the future it seems pretty good i'm <sighs> bouncing back and forth because it's yeah. fun Great, right, like great. a time traveler would. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so anyway, so they're telling him, like, dude, uh, we're basically going to th- slingshot your satellite into space. Anybody who doesn't want to get slung into space is going to have to uh, jump over to our satellite and submit to our bidding. And he yells out to, where are the Chinese? And then I cry out every time I have to get up and go to work. <laughs> Wait, What? I'm waiting for, for glorious uh, communism to liberate okay. me from wage slavery. Oh, okay. I thought you said something racist for a second. I thought that was a racist comment. For no, me. that was a uh, that was a treasonous communist comment. Okay. <laughs> that, that's okay. That can stand. Yep, that flies. I uh, can do that. Yep. <laughs> I, as long as I'm not bigoted. Um, so now they're trying to establish that they are their own independent nation. Yep. Uh, the nation of Ritter Bopper, Bopper, Ritter Bopper, I guess is what they call themselves, yep, which and, I guess uh, is a joke. Yeah, but they're but instead they're aborted by uh, like a hyper Chad McPopporn. Yeah, he's got kind of a Reed Richards thing going on. He's got the he's got the salt and pepper hair and the temples. Oh yeah, With yeah, super and, jaw. Yeah, and he tells them like, uh, yeah, you guys can come onto the ship uh, as long as you basically surrender. Uh, all of your rock and roll paraphernalia, and they he's refused like, get, to do it. He's like, get that guitar off your shoulder, boy. Mr. C doesn't even take his hat off. He's and just he, flat they, out but disrespectful. They, but, so he uh, starts to play Eruption, and then the, the, the soldier uh, uh, changed his mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's wearing like a crop, like an 80s like crop t-shirt, and it says it says a tubular. <laughs> <laughs> it will already, uh, when... Um, Chic Rattle and Roll gets dressed. It's very 80s yuppie. It's the skinny tie and the blazer over a, yeah. probably a t-shirt. No, not a t-shirt. Like a, never mind. That's a button down. Why is he wearing that in 2030? Did you guys ever do the thing where you wore a long sleeve shirt and put a, a short sleeve shirt over it? Yep. I did I that did for that. a while. I that's did that right. for a super long time. 
Yeah, that's a good look. That's okay. No, it wasn't. That was all right. Look, it's fine. It's going to come back any day now. I hope it doesn't. So, I'm glad everyone dresses normal now. <laughs> right before they're going to take over the satellite, uh, the, someone comes over the PA, and it's the commander of the People's Republic of China saying that we are basically uh, acknowledging the independence of this satellite as a nation, and therefore you can't confiscate it or, or wing it into space. And they jump out up in the air and go, yeah! Yeah, they have a great time. Like I, I, and that was the end credits. Yeah, but nobody's nobody's engaging Mr. C. He's kind of off celebrating on his own because of that kitty porn joke. Right. They all heard yeah, it because it was on just, the radio. Yeah, dude, just in case, just in case that he was serious about that, let's just not. I don't want to be seen in a picture with him. Right. We don't. We can't get canceled along with Mr. C. Yeah, yeah. And it's 2030. Cancel culture is, is hardcore there. That's all there is now. They canceled the female president. <laughs> cancel culture is currency. They wrapped up Bitcoin and it just became uh, Cancel whoever, coin? Yeah, cancel coin. Whoever got canceled the most is in charge now. Oh, my God. It reversed. Yeah, it flipped. The polarity flipped. Oh, man. Because you had to amass a bunch of cancellations, and whoever had the most cancellation, yeah. Wouldn't the, they know that the, the Chinese are launching ships into space? Apparently uh, not. I mean, maybe they, they didn't know that what they were there for. Like, if you're on a space station orbiting the Earth... Like, well, maybe the I'm ships sh- were already in space. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dude, this comic's dumb. Don't make my point for me. I imagine, because if you're both orbiting the Earth, and the Earth is, like, rotating around the sun, and the sun is rotating around the galaxy, like, you're supposed to, like, kind of know where shit is around your planet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because yeah. then there was a bunch of space junk, too. Yeah, there's a lot of trash in space. Like a, like a screwdriver yeah. flying, like going at the speed of sound. Or like in space, around. no one can hear you not recycle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we see our colonel guy, and he's pissed off, and he has to shoot another radio. Because, like, they just won't let this fucking go. Right. Do they not have internet yet? Well, I don't know. You tell me. Is this from the future or is it from the past? I will. You know, I got to say, if, if I was a, a military man, right, I own mm-hmm. the military. I bought it. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm running it, and I wanted to coup the country. The first thing I would do is shut off the internet. Yeah, yeah. Well, didn't they do that? And don't they do that in countries where coups happen? Absolutely, because it's a good idea. Trying their damnedest. How am I going to mine my Bitcoin? Yeah. Uh, so the the American government has to unfortunately relent because uh, they have to recognize the, the sovereignty of the satellite now that China has endorsed it. So they think everything's going great, but then they're boarded by the Chinese ambassador, and it's not Kong, the guy they thought it would be. It's this other dude. And he's way less chill about stuff. This guy is not rock and roll at all. He's like, I saw that elaborate high five you had with Kong, and he's being re-educated. Yeah, yeah. They said they are re-educating Kong, yeah, because of his high five. I gotta say, his his, his future space hat looks very conservative. (laughs) Yes. You're not the fun meme communist that I that I thought of. Yeah. Uh, you're 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 like the real one. <laughs> and we end on an image of that guy and yep. that's that's the end of the issue. Yep. Um I don't want to say but uh what do we think of this? I loved it. I'm going to give it uh 9 stars. Jesus Christ. Shay, what do you think of this? Let As me... we know, I can't give it 10 stars because that's reserved for uh Mr. Muscle Mr. Man. Muscles, yeah, yeah. I thought it was fun. I'd give it like 3 stars. Yeah, all right. You're, you're, you're both wrong. It's two out of five Wolfman Jacks. I told you he'd be in there somewhere. James is a capitalist bootlicker. That's why he didn't like it. Yeah, well, tell it to my stock portfolio. And he doesn't And he doesn't like rock and roll. Did you, you, did you guys hear earlier they didn't know that Eruption was yeah, I, the I, name I, of the Eddie Van Halen solo and not the song that comes yeah. after? I don't care for I don't care for uh, rock and roll. It's too what a, too loud. Yeah. What a bootlicker! <laughs> no, I listen to uh, Alexander's Ragtime Band. That's my main source Whatever. of amusement. Whatever, dude. Lot you of, seem like a, rag, compositions. a a ragtimer. <laughs> There's a guy I used to uh, work with, and sometimes we'd hang out socially, like at a party or whatever. He would Ragger. pull out acoustic guitar. He was one of those dudes who just randomly would pull out acoustic guitar and <laughs> sing like old timey. Like Arlo Guthrie songs. Yeah, I've done that. I'm like, bro. There's back in the day, back in the day, we used to throw those dudes out of the parties because we called we called them a uh, girl killers. Yeah, like, things if, have turned around, boomer. Like it's if they cool were at, if they were at my party and they started doing that, like girls would leave, and I'm like, bro, all the girls just left the party because of your stupid bullshit. It's cool now. I doubt it's it. It's cool again. It's I come back. What's, no, it's cool as uh, communist memes to piss off boomers. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, that's, that's it. Uh, you guys can go check out uh, Sonic Disruptors number two. I'm going to jump off now. You want to talk about next week? Yeah. What are we doing next week? I think we decided what we're doing next week. Yeah, we did. Uh, we're going to revisit Kickers, Inc. So it's like uh, the first uh, time we did Kickers, we read it blind. And so we're going to keep tradition and just do another Kickers book blind. Yep. And it's still not the first issue. We, we read, there's 12 <laughs> issues of Kickers, Inc. And we read like issue eight or something. Yeah. And I think next week we're going to do issue 10. Issue 10. And the cover, it's like uh, they're like, like aiming flutes mm-hmm. full of mm-hmm. a marijuana smoke at uh, one of the Kickers in Vietnam. Yeah, I'm going to have to re- remind myself of who the kickers are. Uh, if you don't remember, you can go back uh, quite, a, quite a ways away, probably to like episode 80 or so, um, when we read Kickers, Inc., and it, it was part of the, the Marvel New Universe experiment, uh, which was a, a new set of books that weren't as superhero heavy, uh, and it featured a professional football team that was also a group of crime fighters. You know, since we did, episode, we did issue 8 and we mm-hmm. do issue 10, maybe it's awesome now. Yeah, yeah, it may have gotten really cool right before it got canceled. Right. That happens a lot. That's got to be what's going on. So, yeah, we're going to take a look at that. I think we're going to look at it blind, uh, which is the first time we've, we will have done that over Zoom. See how right. that goes. We'll see yeah. how that works. How did, I don't remember how we did it last time. In uh, person? Just, yeah, we just did it in person. I know, but, like, I don't remember, like... Did we like stop and like does all right? I read this no, page now. Just, let's go. Yeah, we we didn't read it very carefully. We all just kind of looked at each page and uh, absorbed what we could, and then I edited out as much silence as I could. I fail to see how that's different from the norm. <laughs> we do it normally. Well, oh, you might <laughs> some trajectory. Yeah, you're the one who doesn't fucking remember what we read. Uh, come on, man. I got new shit to remember. Yeah, I got video games to play. Uh, I wish. I wish I had time <laughs> for that. All right. Um, I think that's going to be about it. Shay, do you want to do the closing plugs this week? Yeah. Turn up Please that subscribe God. knob on darksidescouch.com, Spotify, Stitcher, any other podcast stations that you follow this on. And be sure to record those Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook Darkside Couch tracks to your CDRs to get updates and put in your requests. She read all that while I was drinking this glass of water. And I was uh, rehydrating myself with my own urine because I'm trapped somewhere. Because mm-hmm, you're in water world. <laughs> or in space. Right, where they constantly drink their own urine. Yeah, but but not because they have to, but because they enjoy it. That's right. It's the only the only thrill they get in space. <laughs> Astronauts. I know. What a bunch of simps. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're done here. Anybody got anything else they want to add? Uh, rock and roll is uh, awesome. Uh, being a capitalist is, is it makes you a boomer. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe we should give this People's Republic of China thing a shot. Now, it's interesting to me because I had heard that rock and roll was noise pollution. Uh, no. No. Okay. So you're telling me it ain't noise pollution? No, it's not. Interesting. Okay. I wonder what song is playing us out this week. <laughs> Shay, do you have a final comment? No, I really don't think I can top anything that happened in this book. Know your limits. Ta-ta for now, Cushion Crusaders, and we'll talk to you next time on The Couch. Good morning, little bopper. Hey, this is not a test. This is rock and roll. Time to rock it from the Delta to the DMZ. It's a little too early for being that loud. Hey, too late. Good morning. Little bopper. What the heck is that supposed to mean? And who gave anyone permission to program modern music? Attention. You are conducting a broadcast in direct violation of FCC Rule 27. Fair warning, sir! Running out to the additional eight! Cancellations. To your fine!